gentlemen welcome to the bikashi cam podcast i'm stuti and i welcome you to the bikashi cam podcast today we have a super fun conversation lined up with our guest nena pachnanda nena is truly multifaceted she's a lawyer she has done commendable work with invest india she's the published author of two amazing books and is also a social media influencer so let's dive in into an amazing and supercharged conversation with her thank you nena for joining us today in our studio it's so amazing like life is such a full circle yes like I'm meeting you what after seventh grade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to like just start with this anecdote. So Nena was made to sit. She was a new kid in the school, and she was made to sit next to me. Apparently, I was a smart kid. <laughs> you were. You still are. <laughs> Thanks to uh, social media, we reconnected some time yes. back. Very very excited for this conversation. Thank you so much, Tuti, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> so let's begin. You practiced litigation for close to five years before you moved on. Yes. So let's start there. What and who inspired you to become a lawyer? Uh, so it was actually my father and my brother uh, who played a very important role in me uh, studying law and really taking up the legal profession. Nice. Uh, my father was a practicing lawyer in okay. the Punjab and Haryana High Court before oh, nice. he joined the services. Okay. And my brother is an advocate on record in the Supreme Court of India. Okay. And so both of them were the inspiration behind. You know, over the years, um, I would have conversations with my father about. Uh, a criminal law and mm. you know the uh, criminal justice system and uh, uh, you know and i would uh, have conversations with my brother and that is what in a table conversations i'm yes, guessing yes so that is what inspired me to give the clat exam and uh, join nujs and study law and then eventually uh, i decided to yeah. follow my brother's steps uh, because uh, litigation is what uh, actually really interested me and nice. uh, uh i like the whole feel of you know wearing the gown and the band and <laughs> you know being in court yeah. so um you know and uh, like arguing you know drafting petitions that's what really interested me even throughout my internships at law school mm-hmm. uh so i decided to uh, take up litigation and uh, i had a a great time for 5 years uh, yeah. before i decided to switch to invest india nena you mentioned uh, your dad uh, was a bureaucrat he was in the services so yes. of course you've had a very interesting childhood where you uh, moved around the country and also you saw your father in service of the nation yes so i'm going to touch a little bit upon that like what was your childhood like and how did that inspire your subsequent choices as an adult uh you know because i moved around a lot so i lived in three different cities in chandigarh calcutta and delhi Nice. and because i moved around a lot i've shifted i don't know how many houses in my life yeah but that is what taught me uh, change it that is what taught me that change is the only constant true and uh, you yeah. know it taught me how to adapt to situations it taught me how to adjust and in life you have to adjust you have to yeah. adapt you know you have to be like water like all the time flowing you have true. to adapt to your environment around you yeah and uh, so it taught me a lot 
and uh, you know i also learned how to make friends very quickly and very yeah. easily because i kept shifting schools yeah and uh, i all it also taught me how to stay in touch with people because i've stayed in touch with all my friends over the years right from for crazy. example yes yes <laughs> yes life yeah. and its ways yeah so yeah so um, it was great and uh, you know it also taught me um, how to look at life very positively amazing um, and how to always look forward to better things in life lovely and if you can touch a little bit upon um, your dad as a bureaucrat in service of the nation like what impact that left on you as well it left a very uh, patriotic impact yeah uh, so uh, you know i mean in fact that is what um, inspired me to uh, you know because my father is with the government and my grandfather was also in the indian army okay so uh, yeah. there was always something inside of me that wanted to uh, be able to contribute in any little way to my country yeah and yeah. uh, that is what actually made me interview with and join invest india after 5 years of litigation yeah so i was just coming to that and the reason yeah. i asked you about uh, seeing your father in the services while growing up is because you've done phenomenal work with invest india and in specific with their r&d wing of make in india which is accelerating growth for new india's innovation wow <laughs> uh very loaded uh, words over there with a lot of significance so tell us a little bit about that first of all what made you take this big leap from practicing litigation in the court to now working for make in india you know i always believe in life you you are where you are meant to be like i said you know there was always something inside of me that wanted to be able to contribute to my country yeah. and uh, that is what inspired me to interview with and join invest india um and you know like you rightly mentioned i joined the tech and innovation wing of the make in india campaign called yeah. accelerating growth of new india's innovation uh it's the national um, uh, technology commercialization okay. program okay uh, a flagship initiative of the office of the principal scientific advisor and okay, wow. uh, <laughs> so, so what did that entail so yeah in terms so you know, of the kind of work you yes. did so it was you know very focused on indian technology promoting indian technology and promoting indian innovation okay and you know um, and also figuring out how uh, indian technology can be used to solve problems and pain points associated with various adopters be it states in india be it big companies okay. be it not for profit wow. organizations so uh, and i was looking after the legal regulatory policy um strategy and advisory side of affairs okay uh, so i got the opportunity to uh, you know work on um, a lot of uh, to really assist in policy making whether Amazing. you know it was on on yeah. very current topics you know like artificial intelligence climate wow. change uh, you know topics which, which are, are really relevant. Being, yes which are really being being focused on today Amazing. and um, yeah. so i got that opportunity i was also simultaneously looking after the fmcg sector for some time So okay. interesting yes. uh, uh yes. balance of tech yes. and FNCG. Yes. Uh you know so I got to uh, interact with and work with some of uh, the most brilliant minds in the startup ecosystem. Wow. Uh so that was a great eye opener and a great uh, experience as well. Yeah. A great learning yeah. experience. When you look back at your career because we are at because she can. Yes. You know I want to ask you I mean this is some phenomenal work you've done. 
when you look back, were there some instances like in your, first of all, tell us a little bit about your career highlights, which were some of the projects where you were like, wow, like, did I really do this? And then on the flip side of it, things where you were like, oh my God, I don't think I can do this. But there were some sort of challenges that you actually overcame and talk to us a little bit about that. Challenges come every day. That's Challenge true. is another name for growth. Yeah. If we don't have challenges, if we don't have impediments, if we don't yeah. have roadblocks, how do we grow? True. How do we evolve? Yeah. So challenges come um, as a form of, uh, 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 you know, a growth as a way of teaching us how to evolve and, you know, how to bloom. And um, there are a ton of challenges every day. <laughs> so, you know, I would you, say... For you, me, for everybody. For everybody. Yeah, for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, so there have been a ton of challenges in my journey. Even switching was difficult. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, you know, I because yeah. I was a like you know I was really into litigation. Yeah. And like hardcore litigation, going to court every day, and you know then switching. Um, and just when I had started to find my feet a little bit in litigation, because you know I believe in litigation, you're always a novice. So uh, just when I had started to find my feet, that's when I decided to you know make the switch and try something new. But then again, in life, you know, you have to keep uh, upgrading. That's you have true. to keep learning new skills, yeah. skill sets, because um, you know every situation demands a new you. Very so you well have to said. keep uh, upgrading. Yeah. That's the only way you evolve. Yeah. And everything is challenging. Every That's step true. is challenging. But what's the fun if yeah. there's no challenge? I mean, I think you have to put yourself in positions of discomfort to actually grow. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did. So kudos to you. <laughs> so AI, the buzzword yes. these days. And I want to ask you a little bit about that because you said you did a lot of uh, work with policy frameworks around AI. You know, Gen Z's love AI. <laughs> yeah the older generation is very scared, scared of AI yeah. we as millennials are somewhere in between yeah but the reality is that there is this entire fear-mongering about uh, deep fakes etc yeah so I want to ask you because you've uh, worked uh, within the realm of AI what is your take on that you know especially with fake data that can be produced and then what is the future of AI so, you know, you just mentioned deep fake. Yeah. Now, what is the issue with deep fake? Yeah. It violates my privacy. Exactly. It breaches my personal data. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, we don't have a law yet for data and privacy in India. Yeah. But a law is in the making. And uh, the government, in the meanwhile, has also addressed, acknowledged and addressed this issue. And if you look at, you know, the Ministry of... Um, Electronics and Information Technology, the METI, they've come out with a lot of papers and recommendations to address this. Yeah. So one recommendation that they've proposed, a concept that they've proposed is called anonymization of data. Okay. Now, what do you mean by anonymization? Anonymization means taking out the personal data out of the data set, the identifiable data, so that the data set which is out there is non-personal. You okay. know, so this is a yeah. remedy. It's a great yeah. remedy by the government. True. Now, another thing, um, another issue with data is something called data monopoly. Hmm. You know, we are really uh, promoting the startup culture and, you know, the government's really promoting entrepreneurship and yeah. the startup ecosystem, which is great. Yeah. So to protect 
the startup ecosystem now what happens is that a lot of big companies big corporate giants like say a facebook or an mm. amazon they have access to a lot more really? data and as also, compared to a small yeah. startup and what about like the ads like are they literally is my phone literally hearing me what, yeah like i am talking to someone about something and that pops up and i get scared yeah, I, yeah. for me that's invasion too yes so does that so, come into the realm of what you're talking about too now these big corporate giants they have monopoly in the market yeah because they have access to our data our, da our data and a lot more data as compared to a small startup yeah so uh, you know what the government has proposed is that non personal data should be made um, available to everybody so that a startup is at some level on an equal footing with a big company of okay. course you can't prevent business autonomy but at least at the most basic level at some level there is equality there's it's like there's a better playing field yes so that is to promote so you know so there of course there are a lot of issues but you know they are being addressed now and they are not just issues in india they are issues all over the Globally. world with respect to yeah. ai everybody is trying to figure out ai what is it yeah what is it what's yeah. happening you know there are um, also ipr issues like yeah. because the software cannot be patented not just in india but in uh, anywhere in the world yeah. but there are other remedies also like we have uh, uh, you know uh, there is copyright protection so a code you know a code cannot be copied so there there is protection via copyright and then uh, there's a recent judgment which uh, uh, you know uh, which gives a small window of protection to um, um, an innovator with respect to patent uh, of his innovation so uh, you know there are things you know i mean the government mm. is proactive and uh, the niti aayog has come out with uh, uh, you know prospective strategies on ai where a lot of these issues have been acknowledged and uh, you know uh are being talked about and then the methi has come out if you go on the methi website there are lots of uh, you know uh, papers and lots of suggestions that you know they are coming out with uh, so you know a lot is being done okay yeah. so there's hope yes everything is not grim yes let's not freak out <laughs> yes it's a new india it's a new india <laughs> since you said new yeah. india amongst the million things that you do and have accomplished you're also a published author but your journey about how you went about publishing your books is so interesting and i'm sure will be very very inspiring for everybody listening in before we talk about that i just want to like highlight for everybody on the youtube channel this is <laughs> your book a new india we'll talk about that in a bit and this is miracles do happen yes This is amazing, uh, Nana. So Thank you. Let's talk about this. First of all, what inspired you? I've always been fond of writing since I've been a kid. I've always had a knack for it, especially poetry. Okay, nice. I, <laughs> I can make anything rhyme. Wow! <laughs> And it only takes me about thirty seconds to sixty seconds. Yeah. Literally, all my poems are written in like five minutes, ten minutes. like wow. you know so you have like this burst of inspiration and boom yes so my inspiration is my environment it's uh, my victories my challenges my joys my sufferings that is my inspiration how nice <laughs> how lovely how did that come about like when did you decide that this uh, personal writing that you do that now you want to share this out in the world so you know in 2019 i actually started um, you know i did a couple of poems and that's yeah. when i decided i want to publish and mm. i want to write a book 
yeah and uh, so i thought it would be so simple you know <laughs> it would be so easy yeah uh, to get a book published and uh, i thought i'm very talented and you know it would be very simple to hmm. be a published author but life humbled me <laughs> little did i know the struggle <laughs> that i would have had to go through to get your book published yes so uh, i started with only um, about 15 poems okay and uh, to begin with i thought that was enough you know i thought yeah. i would uh, you know i could easily publish a small book but uh, when i started approaching publishers everyone told me that there is no market for poetry and they were like you need firstly you need at least 100 poems and secondly there is 100 no, poems yeah minimum and okay. um, uh, and there is no market for poetry in india okay so i didn't know what to do and yeah. then uh, you know i approached uh, an aunt of mine who uh, is also a publisher and uh, so i asked her i took her guidance i said that you know how do i publish i really want to publish this book and how do yeah. i publish so she told me that you know you start an instagram page and you start reciting your poetry okay because the fact is there is no market for poetry in india uh, so she said you start there is a concept called an insta poet so you start writing there and you start reciting and slowly slowly you know uh, when people start following you for your words and for uh, you know your recitation uh, that is when it will be easier to publish because you and, already have a personal brand going yeah i mean you know people yeah. know that you know uh, people are more uh, uh, they, they know that you exist then you know was there any hesitation from your side to put yourself and out your poetry there, yes. out there a lot a lot yeah. of hesitation from my side um i actually told her also that you know uh, i'm really scared to uh, yeah. post my pictures and to uh, uh, you know put myself out there and yeah. she told me be fearless you know you are only spreading hope and happiness that's what you want to do through your yeah. words amazing and then you know the lockdown happened and when the lock life has bigger plans yeah <laughs> so when the lockdown happened yeah that is when I, you know i realized that there were everyone around me obviously the whole world was going through so many challenges True. so i decided to write about you know self help poetry very relatable stuff that you know that we were all going through yeah and that started picking up and i nice. started reciting my poetry that started picking nice. up I, my following increased simultaneously i decided to write um, another book because i was working for make in india at the time uh, i decided to write about the schemes of the government of india in poetry form oh wow <laughs> yeah so uh, we'll talk about that in depth yes. later so uh, so you know that uh, i think it was the right time you know if everything is about timing so uh, that got published first after that i started getting noticed and by then you know my following also increased um, quite a bit on social media so um, uh, my pub I, you know and then i was in talks with my publisher for um, uh, miracles do happen which was supposed to be my first book but it became your second, second book, book. and nice. uh, you know eventually by the time we signed the contract you know yeah. i realized that i had written more than 200 poems in oh, the lockdown wow so you and needed 100 but now you had surpassed that yeah, i had 2x i had more than 200 and nice. so you know and then um, ultimately i realized you know one and a half years hence i realized that whatever happens happens for the best True. you know True. had my book got published in the first place you know way back in 2019 i wouldn't have an audience to yeah. buy the book in the first place that resonance for yeah. those kind of poems i think we have all become 
way more sensitive post the pandemic yes and yeah. uh, so you know that was one thing and you know uh, whatever little i have achieved you know in the last 2 uh, 3 years i don't think i would have if you know i wouldn't have been motivated if my first book would have been published so easily i mean miracles do happen would have been published so easily i wouldn't have maybe been... a new india might not have been there yes so poetry and policy so in my head i'm like whoa these are two <laughs> things that don't mesh together what was your inspiration like what what made you think that i'm going to combine these two seemingly very distinct uh, things together and write a book on it when i was working for make in india i learned a lot about the work that the government was doing yeah. and the different schemes of the prime minister now i used to work with a lot of external stakeholders on a day to day basis most of which were very young minds young entrepreneurs and i realized that uh, you know they are not very aware of the extent to what the government has been doing and that is when i decided to uh, write a book on the schemes of the government of india like make in india startup india atmanirbhar bharat abhiyan Okay. Uh, wow. Smart cities mission, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, beti bachao, beti padhao, and the different missions of the government of India, of the Prime Minister, in my own unique form of poetry, uh, you know, to elucidate across different age groups as to how we are moving to achieve a new India. And I guess it's easier, like the way yes. you uh, like now. I'm like maybe yes. I don't want to read about policies in detail on a yeah. government website. Yeah. But maybe the minute you say poetry, I'm yes. like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be easier to read. So now we have your book, uh, New India, in the studio. <laughs> Thank you for, by the way, signing this for me. <laughs> um, so if you could, for everybody looking at the videos, if you could just read a few lines from one of your favorite schemes. So because we are talking about because she can. Yes. One of my favorite schemes of the Prime Minister is Beti Bachao, Beti Padhao. Wow. Yeah. And because Beautiful. it talks about uplifting the girl child, giving her opportunities because she can, wow. and so that she Love can yes. change society and really transform, you know, the country. Lovely. let us celebrate the birth of the girl child let us ensure that the girl child is full of smiles let us punish all those who do not abide by this initiative of protecting the girl child and helping her survive let us punish all those who do not take pride in promoting the education of the girl child let us ensure that justice to the girl child is never denied with the help of the preconception and prenatal diagnostic techniques act which to prevent female forticide has had a huge impact in preventing prenatal sex determination and securing the birth of the girl child of the nation let us encourage more father daughter selfies let us help our honorable prime minister to feel at ease in this mission to eradicate gender bias sex selection and to prevent after birth girl child discrimination for the girl child we most definitely must empower for me, for we must warrant beta beti ek sama wow i'm so inspired and you know the thought i had i was like this needs to be in schools yeah because you so 
very in very simple words yeah. explained schemes that maybe children don't know about yeah. beautiful nena thank, thank you. you so much <laughs> for sharing that with us smriti irani ji launched your book a yes. new india yes i mean she's such a dynamic uh, icon for all of us for yes. all the women here absolutely i mean that must have been like an aha moment for you i can only imagine Yes. So, so when you spoke of career highlights, that is one of my career yeah, highlights. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, what was that experience like? It was absolutely um, unforgettable and extremely memorable. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, she is so warm, uh, so humble, yeah, so kind, and um, uh, I got to learn a lot from her. Yeah. Uh, you know, and. Um, I just feel very fortunate and grateful that um, uh, Smriti Rani ji launched my book, my first ever book. Amazing! <laughs> so Smriti Rani ji launched your first book, A New India, and then Taira Kashyap launched your second book. Yes, miracles do happen. And after that, you went from being a reluctant uh, <laughs> content creator. <laughs> to having a plethora of followers on social media and also tons of interviews on all leading media channels my question to you is it's very easy to get sucked into this external paraphernalia but how did you manage to keep yourself grounded while all of this was happening you know life has humbled me enough and taught me enough that how fast you go up you can fall down even faster Yeah. So it's best well to stay grounded huh. and it's best to stay humble. And I also believe that no matter what you do it's never enough. Yeah. You have to keep, you know, upgrading yourself. There are, you know, there's so much more that one can, do, can do. do. There's so much value that one can create in society. There's so much to do in life. You know, when you achieve a goal, it just gets replaced by a bigger goal. So I think that's what it's about and uh, yeah. no matter what you do in life it's never enough. very well said very inspiring on that note again you're at a juncture in life where you're going to take another super big leap both professionally and personally yes so you're getting married yes in less than a month yes so thank you so much first of all for taking out the time for doing this and congratulations to thank both you so of you thank you so much um and you're moving cities you're yes. moving to bangalore yes uh which isn't as easy as it sounds you're literally packing your entire life yes your career here and you also are on the professional front taking an entrepreneurial leap yes and working with your fiance yes on his tech startup yes so tell us about that i'm excited and uh, it's a great opportunity to grow yeah. uh, you know it's a great opportunity to learn yet another new skill set <laughs> and yeah. uh, i'm really excited about joining wismo okay. it's um, an office automation uh, system that solves problems that uh, offices face more so post covid you know be it yeah. visitor management be it um, a hot desk system Amazing. be it booking of meeting rooms yeah. so i'm really excited uh, you know to join and uh, start working on that and you know uh, to understand more about it in depth and yeah, uh, yeah to grow from coat houses to invest in their rooms to talking with startups you've been in a lot of rooms where a lot of um, 
high stake decisions need to be made and rooms filled essentially mostly with men and now you're entering into tech which again is male dominated yeah. um so is there any prejudice you've felt as a woman i think i've been really lucky and fortunate that i've always worked in places where i've been respected as a woman Amazing. and uh, you know whether it was you know with the work when i was uh, way back in 2014 i was working with a senior advocate then working yeah. with nutra and lutra law offices and then invest india i think i've been very fortunate that i've always worked in places where my opinion has been heard and it's been valued and i have been respected i think you know from my personal experience uh, it's been uh, great and uh, yeah that's all i can say amazing since you're a content creator what better way than getting to know you through your instagram so this is a little fun section we call toast the post okay on the podcast okay i'm going to show you a few pictures from your instagram and you just have to tell me what is happening there okay <laughs> this is the first one okay this is tahira launching my uh, book miracles grow happen uh it was honestly a great experience meeting her uh, somebody as inspiring as her who you know herself has gone through so many challenges yeah. and has overcome them so beautifully and is living such a victorious life uh touchwood you yeah. know and uh, that's what i uh, aim to do in my life as well uh, her life truly exemplifies miracles do happen yes this is the second one your story yeah. 100 emerging women mm -hmm. leaders yeah so what were you feeling when this came out <laughs> this was a surprise and uh, you know when they uh, interviewed me yeah. uh, i was uh, really happy and uh, you know it was uh, again one of my career highlights to be featured as one of the 100 emerging women leaders what is this <laughs> this is my what bridal is shah what's happening in this picture this is my bridal shah so cute <laughs> before we let you go uh, we have another really fun segment planned for you the segment is rapid fire with neha so or oh, i'm nervous now <laughs> don't be <laughs> handing it over to neha for a super fun rapid fire round hi nena hi a lawyer an author and a poet are you ready to be grilled yes <laughs> out of the three which profession would you choose for your livelihood being a lawyer being a lawyer oh that was quick <laughs> describe yourself in a word compassionate one thing that you are scared or worried about I don't think there's anything I fear. Oh wow. Fearless woman. <laughs> Attempt to be. Oh yeah, that's great. One thing you want to change in yourself. Lots of things, not one thing. Okay. You know, as in when I keep gaining awareness about um things I like to work on myself and, you know, uh, because I believe you can only change yourself from within. You can't sure. change when you change your environment changes. one thing that you cherish about yourself everything i love myself <laughs> lovely <laughs> if you had magical power for 60 seconds what would you have done i would transport myself to bangalore to be with my fiance <laughs> in 60 seconds yeah. huh flat on one person you want to call from the past and why i don't look back i don't read my book backwards i read this and this actually made an impact on me and this is by Nana Pachananda. 
Some days she could move mountains. Other days she would sit by the bridges and fountains. Some days she could give you everything she had to give. Other days she felt outlived. Some days she could be absolutely just and fair. Other days she lived in doubt and despair. Some days she would bend over and pick up the pieces. Other days she accepted life's arbitrary creases. It is so beautiful. Thank I you. mean, it actually relates to what because yes. she can. It defines Lovely. a woman. Lovely. Thank you, Nana. Uh, we've had such a fun time with you. So inspiring. And you really, I'm sure everybody tuning in is going to be so inspired by your Surely. never say <laughs> never spirit. Always pushing yourself uh, to achieve more and more. You truly are an icon for us. And before we let you go, because this is the because she can, what does the term hashtag because she can mean for you? Because she can do anything. What can a woman not do? Women are known to be multitaskers. True. That's an amazing answer. So, thank you, Nena. And as a token of our gratitude, we have a memento for you. So, if you can just present it to you. Thank you so much. 